Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. This is the Membership Guys podcast with me, Mike Morrison, one of the Membership Guys, along with my partner, Callie Willows. And this is the show where we talk all things membership sign online course related. Everything from that initial acorn of an idea all the way through to the day-to-day stuff of running a successful, profitable membership site and everything in between. So this week, I want to talk about the thing that we all dread as membership site owners. We spend months and months creating our content, recording videos, writing up guides, workbooks, resources, countless hours pulling our hair out, wrestling with membership site plugins and website design and themes and going backwards and forwards and all this sort of stuff and spending a small fortune on advertising and promotion in the build-up and the launch of the site. And then all comes down to it after all that effort, and then nobody joins. Not one single sale. All that build-up, nothing happens. What do you do? Now, usually what people will do is they scramble for a way to fix it instantly. And in doing that, they start to panic and end up focusing on stuff that really is completely irrelevant or really has nothing to do with why your membership site or your online course has failed. Often that really centers itself around the website. So the typical response is people will scramble to rearrange stuff on their website, make the logo bigger, make the social media icons bigger, more testimonials, less testimonials. We need an image slider. We need more photos of my cat in hilarious costumes. All these completely irrelevant, completely pointless changes that aren't going to make a scrap of difference to a membership site that has simply failed to take off. You also see people starting to make really illogical changes to their pricing. So what they were once charging $5,000 for, they've now reduced to $10.00. Or they've taken their $10 product and they've whacked the price up to 5000 The truth is, none of this is getting to the core of why your membership site or your online course is likely to have failed, if indeed it has. And it's understandable, though, why people react in this way. Because with a membership site and online course, typically people put in most of the effort up front. So all the effort and all the work is front-loaded. So you're spending all that time getting everything in place in anticipation of it being successful and all the course content you're creating, all the hassles with the website and all that sort of stuff, that happens before usually we've made a single penny. So then we're kind of almost just trusting that the launch is going to go successfully. And of course, you'll have a launch plan and you'll have an approach in place for how you're going to market and promote your site. But you're kind of gambling, you're risking everything on it actually becoming a successful launch and being a successful launch. So if it's not, that kind of throws your entire plan out of out of alignment because everything you're doing up until that point is on the assumption that it's going to be well received because you have a plan and you've got all these things in place. So you're really, you're giving it your best shot It's kind of you're winding up and winding up for months and months of dedicated hard effort to put your best foot forward. You give it your best shot and you miss. So what the hell do you do then? You panic. 
natural reaction. If you're in the process of building your membership site right now, if this does happen, or if it's already happened to you and it's happening right now, the key thing is not to panic, not to make rash rushing off in the wrong direction, focusing on all the wrong things and scrambling around with stuff that makes absolutely no difference. Take a step back and really ask yourself some hard questions. Is your product actually any good? Now, we all like to think our product is the best thing since sliced bread. Everybody thinks their own baby is the cutest baby that's ever born. And the same goes for stuff that we put all that effort and all that time into. But is your product really any good? Now, I'm sure the video quality is good. I'm sure your knowledge is, is good. I'm sure your expertise is excellent. I'm sure that you believe you are imparting the knowledge that needs to be imparted, but have you actually sat down and looked at what else is out there? Are you building a membership product or a membership site around something that somebody can actually go out and learn in an hour with free resources? Are you actually feeding a hungry crowd? Is there actually a need for what you're putting out there? And if there is, is what you're offering the right way to address that need. A lot of it comes back to value. So in terms of your pricing and what you're charging, obviously, again, you don't want to undervalue yourself or undercharge, but are you trying to charge thousands and thousands of pounds or thousands of dollars for what amounts to a one-hour or a two-hour course? You see that a lot, but the people who get away with that, and I say get away with because in truth, if all you're offering is an hour-long course, chances are its true value isn't the multiple thousands of pounds or dollars. But the people who get away with that do so because they build up massive amounts of credibility or massive amounts of authority or because they've blagged their way to it, really. But the thing is, you can often look at these sales pages for people doing these really basic courses or these really flimsy offerings where they're charging four or five thousand dollars and you see those sales pages and think well if they do it yet why can't I do it why shouldn't I do it you also see people using the logic of well people pay thousands of dollars to universities to learn this stuff so why wouldn't they pay thousands of dollars to me but the thing is the people who are out there promoting courses for thousands and thousands of dollars you probably don't know whether they're actually selling any of those courses or selling any of the spots in their membership site. Chances are they could very well be in exactly the same position as you because six months earlier, they saw somebody else selling a watered down or a short course for a few thousand dollars. And they thought like you thought, oh, well, if they can do it, why can't I? The guys who are successful selling that sort of high ticket item are successful for a reason. Usually it is because they have the authority and the credibility to back it up. If the CEO of Amazon put out a one-hour course and tried charging $5,000 for it, you can bet that people would be more interested than that than if Joe Bloggs' random guy in the streets put out the same course and tried charging $5,000 for it. So just because others are doing it doesn't mean you're going to be able to model and replicate their same success, if indeed they are even getting success, which of course you always assume other people are doing well whenever you see them doing something differently to you. 
So really be honest with yourself about the quality of the product you're putting out there and the value of the product you're putting out there because that's what potential buyers are looking at. You might think that your course represents huge value, but if actually and honestly, objectively speaking, it doesn't, then most buyers are actually going to see that and make that conclusion for themselves. And actually, you may need to go even further back than that and look at the initial idea that prompted you to create your product. So where did that come from? If you think back to when you first started thinking about the what has become your membership site or your online course, where did that idea come from? Is it just something you decided that this subject needs to be taught? Or this is something I want to teach rather than this is something people want to learn. Or this is a knowledge gap that needs to be filled. Did you validate your idea? Did you test your idea? Did you ask a couple of your best friends what they thought of it? And they all said, yep, it's great. And so you thought, excellent. Those people thought it was great. Everyone else is going to think it's great too. If you came up with your membership site, your course, because there was a clear need for it and there was a clear market for it, then obviously that means the issue is likely in how you're marketing it and how you're positioning it and your ability to reach that audience. But if your idea just came from your own head and you didn't really go out there and research whether there was in fact a market or an audience for it, then it's entirely possible that there isn't a market or an audience for your product. You're trying to sell something that nobody out there actually wants to buy. And that's a very difficult reality to face. And certainly it's one that you would hopefully have kind of cleared that hurdle before you actually put any work into it. But you do see so many people with courses or membership sites that never go anywhere because there was never a demand for it in the first place. So obviously it's going to be harder to sell because who do you sell to? If the market doesn't exist, then there's nobody to sell to. But maybe you've got a fantastic, amazing product, truly the best product that's ever been produced within your niche. And maybe it's phenomenal value, crazy value, but you're not a known entity. You have no authority. Nobody knows who you are. And you're kind of taking that field of dreams approach of thinking that if I build it, they will come. Well, that's not really how it works. You kind of need to go out there and tell them about it and demonstrate why you're somebody that they should pay attention to and why your knowledge is something that they should value enough to want to exchange money for. So if you're not a known entity and you're completely anonymous within your industry, and when we say within your industry, we kind of mean broadly, not just your local business community, because it's unlikely that your target audience are just the people who go to your local chamber of commerce event. We're talking internationally. Do you have a popular blog? Do people know who you are? Do you have a good social media following who are actually active and engaged with you and who perceive you as someone who's the go-to person within your particular area of expertise? And if so, have you actually promoted your product to them? Have you involved them and engaged them in the build-up to your product launching so that when it's come out, they are already eagerly anticipating what it is that you're offering? 
If you don't already have credibility and a presence within the audience that you're targeting with this product, then it's going to be a bit of an uphill battle. And you're either going to find yourself needing to essentially start from scratch in building that credibility and building up that momentum that will ultimately generate leads and then turn those leads into sales. Or if you already do have that authority, then perhaps you're just not leveraging it properly. Perhaps your product is incongruent with the actual audience that you have. You know, if you are built, if you built a brand and a reputation based around uh, helping people do things on a budget. So let's say you have a travel blog that is all about helping people travel around the world on a very small budget. If you then come out with a product that costs thousands, then it doesn't quite add up. Does it? It's the same with small business marketing. You may have a an audience of people where you're helping people get uh, traffic to their website or customers for their business for as little as possible. Again, if you come out with a multi-thousand dollar product, that's not your audience. That's not where your credibility lies. So they're not going to buy into it. So these are really the things that you need to look at. And if you are completely confident that your product is great, that your idea is sound, that you have a good standing within your industry and you have the sort of credibility and authority uh, through which to build a successful membership product or online course on, and if you're confident that you've marketed it well and your launch plan was all done well and things still haven't happened, then what you need to do is go to your audience and go to your market and ask them, why didn't you buy in? What was it about this? that didn't appeal to you. There's no harm in asking simply if you've got an email list or you've got a large social media following or some of the means of connecting with your audience. You don't need to say, I'm doing this because nobody bought my product, but you can simply send out a survey and say, you know, we promoted this product to you a month ago. We noticed that you hadn't joined. That's cool. That's fine. It may not be for you, but if you wouldn't mind, could we ask you a few questions uh, regarding why you may not have joined? It might be that they'll come back and tell you it was too highly priced for me. It wasn't the right material. I felt like I know the stuff that you're trying to teach me already, or I just didn't realize or didn't understand what it was you're offering. Instead of racking your brains for what might be going wrong and why people might not be buying, just go and ask them why they're not buying. And maybe it's a case of you did get a dozen or so members, but you were aiming for a hundred or two hundred. First of all, really assess whether your expectations were right, because you may not have failed. You may have actually done all right, but if you were expect, expecting ten thousand members, because you assumed every single membership site or online course had ten thousand enrollments on launch, you might actually be sitting there giving yourself a hard time when you know you've done pretty well. But if you have had some people join up, whether it's just a small group or whatever ask them why they joined. So you're getting both sides of the coin. What are people joining for? What are they not joining for? And you can use things like SurveyMonkey, WooForms, Gravity Forms, various different things to conduct surveys and find this information out and gather this data. And do it anonymously as well because people are more likely to actually give you that information because if you're asking for their details, that might put people off. They may think that you're only asking them so that you can pitch at them. Get this sort of feedback and then act on it. 
if everybody is telling you, if your market, the people that you're expecting to buy, they're telling you that this one or two things, these one or two areas are wrong with your product, the worst thing you can do is sit back, fold your arms and say, well, tough. This is how I want to do it. Because all they'll say is fine, get on with it. Good luck with your failing business. That might sound harsh, but if your membership site or your course launch have failed and they've tanked, you need to face the harsh reality that something you've done or some of your ideas or the way you've executed it has been wrong. And in doing that, be accepting of feedback and be willing to put in the time to find out what the problem is and fix it. And like we say, don't panic. You know, Don't just give up on it, which a lot of people will do. And they'll just walk away from months and months of ideas and months and months of work. Essentially, if nobody has joined, it's the whole, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it. If a membership site fails to get any members in a non-existent audience, has it truly failed? You you can always do a version two. You can always have a new and improved. Or you know what? Just be open and honest about it. If you need to completely redo your offering, if you need to totally rethink your pricing strategy and you figure out that just offering a two hour long course isn't going to cut it so maybe you need to do some monthly coaching in there and uh, get in some expert interviews and stuff you know if you kind of need a do-over be honest about it put out a blog post that is centered around the experience that you've had with that first launch say yeah we got it wrong so i asked you guys what you wanted you told me and here i am now with an improved product and actually you'll probably get members directly from that and you'll gain a lot of respect for being authentic and open enough to actually share those experiences in a way that might actually help other people as well in the future the important thing really is just not to abandon a project because it didn't take light when you first try to launch it but if you're going to turn things around you really need to do a lot of introspection and asking the difficult questions to figure out where exactly things went wrong so you can address it improve on it and come out even stronger when you bring your updated improved offering to market so i'm hoping that none of you guys who are listening have had to deal with any of these issues and if your membership site's not uh, yet launched if you're in the process of building it then Fingers crossed, everything goes awesomely for you. But hopefully this gives you a little bit of food for thought because the earlier you can ask these questions and the earlier you can identify potential problems or potential uh, risky areas when it comes to your launch strategy and your product, the earlier you identify them, the easier it's going to be to fix them and to make sure that your membership site gets off to the right start. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed today's show and found it useful. I'll be back next time with the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd like to invite you to download our free Membership Success Toolkit. Simply go to www.themembershipguys.com forward slash toolkit to download it today and you'll get access to our membership site plugin comparison chart, our membership site planning guide and access to our private Facebook mastermind group which has numerous membership site experts and owners sharing advice and discussing all things membership sites around the clock. So that's www.themembershipguys.com slash toolkit to download your free resources today.
Do you want to boost your member signups and take your membership to the next level? If so, you're not going to want to miss the free webinar that I'm running on Tuesday the 26th of March. It's called Supercharge Your Membership Sales and it is entirely free. During the webinar, you will learn how to level up your core membership sales funnel for more traffic leads and sales. You'll discover the biggest roadblocks that could be costing you sales right now and most importantly, how to fix them. And we're going to cover the key tactics that you need to have in place to successfully market and scale your membership. Plus, you get the opportunity to tap into my years of expertise in the membership space and have me help solve your current sales and marketing challenges. So, if you want to take your membership sales to the next level, join me on Tuesday, March 26th at 7pm UK time and go to membershipgeeks.com slash webinar. That's membershipgeeks.com slash webinar to secure your free seat today.